Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Faithless Motivation Podcast. Here on this podcast, we look to inspire people in motivation, finance, fitness, and overall happiness. Let's roll the intro. You don't work on it. You just exist that way. You just exist in a body, in a world where you hate yourself. You are unhappy with the person you are. And instead of changing it, you decide, well, I'm just going to continue living this way because changing it is harder than being a POS. You should be improving in every possible aspect of life that you can all at the same time. And then everything comes together and it builds you up as a person just amazingly. Don't be dishonest with yourself. That's the first step in setting any goal. See yourself where you're at. Say, I am not okay right now. What would make things okay right now? And we are back. I'm one of your hosts. I am Darian Hawkins. I'm a real estate agent. I am a factory worker. I am a podcast host. I'm a basketball coach. I have a lot of things going on. If you want to find me, you can find me on most of my social medias at Hawk 40 That's Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, and then Facebook is Darian Hawkins Realtor. There's only a realtor page that you guys can find me on Facebook at. And let's move it over to Seth. Seth DeBrulet, podcast host, factory worker with Darian and aspiring real estate agent or upcoming real estate agent plus investor. Um, you can find me on Instagram, just Seth DeBrulet. You can find the spelling uh, on the Faith is Motivation Instagram. Uh, I'll pass this over to David. David Boy, go. David Southgate. Um, all my socials right now are personal. I plan to actually make public profiles, so stay in touch for that. Um, and Darian, do we have a guest today? We do. I mean, yeah, we do have a guest. It's, uh, so he's been on the podcast before, and um, we're bringing him back. And uh, Franz, go ahead, introduce yourself. Let people know what you're about. What's going on, guys? It's Franz uh, on social media. I'm known as Go Cardo Go. Uh, my car content, you can find me on YouTube at Go Cardo Go. Instagram, Facebook, and all that there. On my new tech channel that I'm starting, you can find me under Level Gorilla. Um, I'm an inspiring artist, graphic designer, factory worker, um, clothing line, shoe line, you name it, art oriented. I have, and I'm here to lend a hand and speak my mind. Yeah. And, um, obviously you guys can tell that we are sitting in a, a really wonderful studio. Actually, it's really well put together. Um, and this is actually Francis studio. So he's allowing us to use it. He's allowing us to record our podcast here. So, Ooh. Um, what you see from our last episode, you saw us kind of sitting in my living room and now this is obviously a big step up from my living room. So it's something we're very appreciative about. Um, and yeah, I mean, you'll be seeing it a lot more, um, especially if you check out his content, this is where he's doing everything right. And the aesthetic is nice. The feeling is nice. The mood is nice. The vibes are nice. So, um, we're really appreciative of that. Um, our podcast socials, you can find us. We are faith is motivation on everything. Our TikTok is going up. We're going to have a thousand followers on that by the end of next month, um, which is March. So we will be at a thousand. We're currently at like 620, 625, 627. So that's going up. Um, our YouTube, go, go check out our YouTube. We got a lot of content that is about to go up on that, especially since we're getting into the warmer months. So recording is going to be a lot easier. It's going to be a lot easier for us to do that. So go faith is motivation on YouTube. And then, um, Instagram is the only place where we're different. Faith is motivation, POD. Right. So you can find us on Instagram there, uh, which is also another good social media to follow us out. Um, announcements. So we're still doing a curtain call. We're still wanting, you know, some um, some of our viewers to come on and, and check us out and see what we're about and come on the uh, show so we can have some topic discussions. Um, kind of figure out your path, help you out. Maybe you guys have some advice for us, something that 
you can feed back to us on the podcast. So, you know, if you want to do that, just hit us up on our Instagram, Faith is Motivation POD, and then someone will get back to you that's a part of our team. Um, I think that's all the, I think it's the only announcement we have. Anything you guys can think of? Did you, I don't know if you mentioned, but uh, yeah, we're working on our studio too. It's going to be probably a while before it gets set up, but hopefully it's going to be dope. Um, we'll see. It's like this one. Yeah. yeah. No, we're, uh, well, I think um, our target, our target right now is October for that, for everything in there, um, for us to be able to have it like at recording level to where it can be solid and look and look nice. So um, we're a couple of months away from that. Um, we're a little while away from that. So, you know, that is, that is something. Yeah. Um, so moving on, um, we're going to start with this question which I've asked it one time in the past, but I'm going to ask it again because it's something that I think we will be able to continuously answer from now and throughout the end of time. Uh, what have we been doing to better ourselves? And then I guess we'll start with, that's not good. I guess we'll start over here with uh, Franz. Franz, yeah, Franz, what have you been doing recently to better yourself? Let the uh, guests go first. Quite a bit. So what I've been doing to better myself is um, – execute ideas that I have uh, plan for the most part, but actually execute um, as they were uh, just mentioned in the studio. I just got this set up. I've been talking about setting up actual studio for a while. Um, now I have the space uh, to do it. So I went ahead and did it and I got it done within a couple of months or so, if that, um, and it's still growing. So I'm, I'm going to utilize this place as a studio for multiple multiple uh, recordings, podcasts, uh, tech reviews, car content, and and more. Uh, but other than that, I've been just executing all the different plans, ideas, everything that I have going on, and um, building my financial portfolio has definitely helped do that. So I'm going to keep doing that and just keep that cycle going. Yeah. Okay. So I guess um, I'll go next. I, well, I've been hitting the gym hard and then um, my real estate is starting to move again. So really sourcing clients, really sourcing clients. And then I just rebuilt my budget for this year. Um, so I did it at the beginning of the year and now money's kind of flowing actually a little smoother than original than originally, but I've been spending a little more. So I'm kind of restructuring my budget so that I can get back on my plan because, you know, obviously my goal is by the end of this year, early next year to get my first investment property. I want my first rental. Um, That's actually the same for me. Uh, I'm trying to get my first investment property like beginning of next year, at least after my birthday in February. Uh, I've also been going to the gym. I've been making changes to my routine, going on more like of a, a more cutting routine now and try to do more cardio, different types of cardio. So like three days a week is just pretty much full body workouts. And then the rest of the days is just cardio, except for Sunday. I'll have Sunday as a rest day and need to, and I'm trying to get back on with uh, my diet. Cause I need to eat a little bit more than I was currently. Uh, so yeah, I'm just making, making a little bit of changes. Got a lot of work to do. Uh, got a lot of work to do with real estate as well. Just trying to get on it. David? Um, let's see. I would say right now what I'm doing to make improvements would be uh, I work for a company just 
in distribution driving usually um, and delivering goods out to job sites. And I'm trying to move that from a nearby city down to the city I actually live down in Richmond um, because when I did my budget and with the job opening being there, as long as my pay wouldn't be cut, which they said it wouldn't, then that would free up a lot of uh, money that I would be spending on gasoline, fuel, um, and basically giving myself a raise uh, in my monthly budget. And that's kind of my main focus right now. They've got to find somebody to replace me at my current position so I can take the new position, which is annoying. And most of it's out of my control. So really, I'm just looking elsewhere for other things within my control, um, taking care of my living space, trying to develop a routine where I can maintain just my life in general, trying to build the routine that's going to last throughout the next couple of years of uh, physical fitness just cleanliness, keeping up after myself, which I've neglected doing. Um, Same. You know, like you get so caught up in Clean life and you don't have energy. And so I'm, we all I'm, have those times. You know, like a lot of these guys, uh, I would argue from my perspective, you guys got your stuff together and I'm over here digging the foundation out. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, that stuff takes time. And, um, I'll go ahead and attest to this, that you're actually like making stems and making strides and, and attempting. That's more than 98% of people, mm-hmm. right? Like you're, you're actually taking strides and you're actually improving. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that that's out the way, today's topic, we're talking about adversity. Um, very serious topic. I think that if you're looking at being successful, if you're looking at growing, adversity is needed. And that's something we're going to get into. And then I think a lot of people are afraid of adversity. Um, that's something we'll probably we'll probably touch, and then you know we'll kick it off. David, go ahead, give us the definition because you're our new definition guy. That's why I wear the glasses. I'm the nerd. Uh, <laughs> actually, it's because of astigmatism. The Mary <laughs> the Merriam-Webster definition of adversity is a state or instance of serious or continued difficulty or misfortune also described as opposition, hostility, misfortune, or hardship. I would say that kind of describes it pretty well. Uh, I, I think we can all go a little bit more in depth with it. I think there's there's going to be adversity in pretty much anything in life almost. You know, there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be something that's pushing against what you're trying to push forward. Uh, good things, bad things, there's good there's a lot of good. There's a lot of bad with adversity, but I, I, I think it it builds you, of course, and uh, it's yeah, it's needed, as Darian said. Adversity, I love it. I think honestly, I think I've reached this point to where like, if there's not something I struggle with, then I feel I feel as if I'm not doing anything, as if I'm not moving, right? I feel like. I embrace struggle. I embrace hardship. I embrace trial. I intentionally try to put myself in a position to where I'm working for something. And if I don't have to, and if I don't struggle for it, 
if I don't struggle for it, then it's not going to be valuable, right? So when you think of the hard things in life, when you think of things that are valuable, the reason they're valuable is because they're hard to obtain, is because there's adversity in obtaining those things, right? If everybody could be in shape, if everybody could have a lot of money, if everybody could become a CEO, could run their business, could wake up early, if everybody could do these things and it wasn't hard to do, you wouldn't admire people who do these things, right? There would be no valuable attack. There would be no value attached. So adversity creates value. So adversity is essentially what create what gives something value to me. Therefore, if you're not struggling, understand it's not going to be important to you. So you'd say that gives life value to you? A hundred percent. Because I've I've heard it said before that if life were a utopia and everything was absolutely perfect, somebody would break something just so something could happen. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean I like we, we live for our the struggles that we voluntarily accept, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I like what you said though, like how you said like embrace it like if you look at your bank account and there was a million dollars you're looking at right now and you work for that, you're going to feel way better, way more accomplished than if you just scratched off a lottery ticket. You know, it's, it's it's way better if you really worked for it. Absolutely. Uh, to To add on to what you said, I think adversity is a necessity because it's almost like um, it's pretty much what, what you said, but Think I think of it in terms of you really need adversity because that's what actually makes you stronger uh, and better as a person through whatever you're trying to do. Uh, just an example, a lot of people, you know, have dreams and goals of getting to that goal or whatever it may be. But to me, it's the journey you're taking to get to that goal. That's what makes that's who that's what makes you who you are, essentially. Because um, if you don't have those struggles, you don't have those battles. Uh, those those adversities that you have through life, financial, whatever it may be, um, if you can get through those, that's what makes you a better person and you're better equipped for that next battle that's similar to that versus if you're a person who has never had to struggle, never had to go through hardships to get to a higher point or that point that you're at, um, you'll never know how to actually get there unless you have gone through those, those adversities. So like what Darian and you guys were saying, I embrace those. I embrace those and I look at it like, okay, it's a challenge. Let me see how I can get through this. And if I can get through this, uh, which I'm going to push myself to get through to it, then I know I'm going to be in a better place regardless. And again, one of the key things you just said was when you actually get through those points and you're at a higher point, you're like, okay, I really appreciate everything that I have or whatever it is, the million dollars, nice cars, house, business, you appreciate it that much more because you actually went through the actual hard work, the adversities to get to it versus, you know, a, a silver spoon kid or someone who just got a company just given to them and they never actually worked to get to it. They won't appreciate it as much as someone who actually built it up mm-hmm. to get to it, if that makes sense. The sight from the mountaintop makes a great picture, but... Yeah. What makes it sweet is that you climb the mountain. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. Exactly. It's like, so, and I think Inky Johnson touched something. I think, he, I think it was him that touched this when he talked about a lot of people out here, you have stuff, but you don't care for it. Exactly. There's no, there's no value. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I grew up in a million dollar household where my parents, they, they, they bought me a car. Right. They 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 got me to they paid for my college. Right. And anytime I struggled in college, they helped me through it. And they every every 
obstacle that they faced. There was something there. There was some type of safety net there to catch them, to hold them up. So they never actually faced that adversity. So now they don't appreciate anything, right? So now when things come in, they're not even fighting to keep these things. Right. Like when I look at when I look at everything I have, I fight to I, I fight to keep everything I have. I don't want to lose nothing. I don't want to lose nothing. I drive an 09 Chevy Cobo. I, I, I fight to keep that. I love I love it. I love it. It's it's this. The, but but here's the thing. There's a lot of sentimental value yeah, to it. Course, right? right. I slept in that car struggle. I slept in that car. Mm-hmm. Right. There's there there's value. It, it it was there through my adversity. There's value attached to that. One thing that um I've actually had issues with in the past, um and not 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 so much in the house I lived in, but you know in previous apartments of mine, when people would just show up randomly and walk in, I always hated that. Mm. Or when people would change things around, and like I always hated that because in my head it was like, yo, I worked for this, even if it's something minor. I worked for this, right? That's why I have such a low disrespect tolerance because the person I've become, the person I've become, there's just, I've become a person where, okay, I've worked for what I have. Why would I allow someone to disrespect me? Why would I allow someone to bullshit me? Why would I allow someone to treat me in a certain way? Because I've worked to become the person I've I've become. I, I had to go through adversity, right? That's why I view everything I have as valuable. That's why everything is valuable to a person or to people right no one wants to hear the story of the guy who got handed everything everybody wants to hear the story of the guy who struggled if you struggled for it there's more value there's more respect there's more love there's more passion there's more everything with adversity nobody relates to a character written with all the superpowers and all the right answers and just could never do wrong we hate that character. That's why we love. That's why we love Batman. <laughs> just, 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 just to add on to what you said, if you, you notice what you guys are saying, the common um, denominator there is everyone focuses on the story, not the ending. They want to focus on the actual story. How did that person get to that ending? And that's that's the actual goal. Just like you said earlier as well, if someone is if someone you know is just handed a company. You're like, oh, okay. But if you hear that someone struggle, you hear their story, you're like, okay, that's more appealing. You because they actually came over from overseas. Exactly. They and built it, up their business from nothing. Now yeah. they have a huge multi-restaurant chain across the country. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times what I think for uh, me, I study a lot of psychology. So I think what it is is psychologically a lot of people rather hear the stories because they want to feel figure out a way to subconsciously or consciously relate to it. And then put their perspective on it, like, okay, can I can do that? This person came from a similar position I did. So if they can do it, I can do it. So it almost gives you hope to hear the adversity from other people. So I think adversity is necessary because even, not even for yourself, for other people to hear your adversities is necessary. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't ever have that, you'll never give hope to other people and you'll never, you'll never uh, show other people that, Yes, you can actually fight through your battles, whatever your battles are. And it's the same thing for you. So adversity is definitely needed. Definitely. In most cases. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also very important to keep in mind that um, adversity is something you can conquer. It is something you can beat. And then I can tell a lot by a person, by the, the types of struggles they went through and how they responded. Mm-hmm. Because I, I stand by this, Right. Once you're an adult, your reality is going to be constructed by how you respond to your adversities, right? 
So I'll give you an excuse if you're 15 living with your parents. I'll give you an excuse if you're 17 living with your parents. But when you're 18 and you're out of your parents' house, okay, you don't have an excuse. Don't come to me at 22 and say, well, I, I'm in this position because because my 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 father left and my mom was strung out. And I did like don't don't give me those excuses because you can overcome that. At Like you've been you've been out of that house for how long? Four, four years, four or five years at this point. You've been on your long own for how long? Why is that still holding you back? Why are you allowing this adversity to carry Four years into your adulthood, okay, you have to figure out a way to conquer that. You have to figure out a way to 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 overcome that, right? Like, stop using that as an excuse. Stop using that as a crutch. Stop using that as whatever it is in your in your head. Stop using that. It's almost a uh, a subconscious position of comfort, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Uh, if you're comfortable where you are, but you're still thinking to yourself, you want to grow and be somewhere else, you need to get to a place where you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the best place to be if you want to grow. You want to get out of your comfort zone, as you always hear. Um, people like that, uh, they get in a place to to take self-pity and almost... They refuse to take responsibility for exactly. their lives. Exactly. For the things that are under their care, their jurisdiction. Yeah. And they gain comfort in um, they gain comfort in um, just in that position of oh woe is me you know well I'm here because of this that's the end of my story no that's not the end of your story become self aware of where you are and uh, continue to grow go through that actual adversity yes you're here because of this ha- this happened well you're here and that happened but that's not really connected how are you going to get through where you are. And get to where you want to be. That's the goal. Get to where you want to be, no matter what the adversity is. Everyone's going to go through struggles, no matter how hard or simple it is. You got to push through it. It's needed. That's going to only help you grow. Because once you get past it, you're bet you're in a better position. There are people that don't get past those positions in their lives or just quit. You're still here, so you still have room to grow. We have told people this so much. We've told them so much that com- being comfortable is bad. Like com- being comfortable is, is not good. It's not a good thing. And we always get like the stupidest responses like, what do you mean being comfortable is bad? Being comfortable is the best thing ever. Uh, I, and now look at you guys. You're on a couch. Good. What do you mean comfort's bad? You're on a couch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like being comfortable is bad. Like if you never – hop out that uh, out of that comfort zone like Franz was saying then you're you're never going to see what's behind that curtain like there's things you need to there's things you need to do there's, there's always something you should be chasing and another thing another thing we've touched in the past that I think we need that I think we need to address that I think we need to talk about is accountability yeah accountability right so when we're talking about your adversities and we're talking about, well, I'm here because this, or I'm here because of that, or I'm here because of whatever, right? It's not accountability until you admit I'm here because I, exactly right? It's always, it's, it's always you. It's always on you. And I talk about having absolute accountability and I talk about how no matter what happens, I find a way to make it my fault. Exactly. I find a way to make it my fault. And that's their comfort zone. 
Exactly. Yeah. Because if if it's not if it's not my fault, then I can't help it. I can't change it. The author of the Gulag Archipelago, I forget his name, uh, Jordan Peterson references a lot in his talks. Um, it was written by a guy who was in a World War II prison camp, like under Stalin. Mm-hmm. And instead of blaming Stalin and Hitler, someone that, you know, you could definitely say, oh, well, they had a big hand in how I ended up in this prison. And he instead reflected inward and said, how did I contribute to me being here? What were things that I could have done differently? What are things that I will do differently if I ever get out of here? And like that's that's such a big thing to me. That's that's such a huge thing to me because it's like until you look in the mirror and say, "Wow, I've made a lot of mistakes." Until you look in the mirror and say, "Wow, I've made a lot of mistakes," then you're you're not going to be able to get better. When you face adversity, the only way you learn from adversity is by being honest with yourself about that adversity. Right. So you have to you you have to have that accountability. You it has to be there. It has to be there. Like stop making this. I hate it when someone's 25, 30 years old and it's something in their past. Well, I can't do this because I got I need money. I need I need da 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 da. da. Well, if you need it, you got to go get it. Yeah. No one's going to get it for you. No one no one gives a shit enough to to go to your house, wake you up, pull you out of bed, say, "Okay, let's go to work." Okay, you leaving work? Okay, now let's work on your side hustle. Okay, now let's work in the now let's go to the gym. Let's learn how to No one cares enough. No one's going to do it for you. Nobody holds your hand after you learn to walk. That's right. <laughs> and and, and th- think about this the next time you come across someone who speaks that way. So, if they come to you and tell you, "Well, I'm here because of this." Um as rude as it may sound, find a, find a nicer way to say, okay, now what? Where do you want to be? Now what? Like, yes, you're here. Your dad left you or mom, you know, whatever it may be. Now what? I guarantee you a lot of times they'll sit there like, well, I never thought about that. They don't think that far forward. Their story stops where that excuse is. And it's like you have much more than that. Yep. You're much more than that. Uh, you need to go further than that if, you, if you're uh, – if you whatever faith you're in, pray more or whatever it may be, focus any way you can get yourself past where you are. Just like just like you guys were pointing out, that self-realization is key. You need to understand your role in anything. Okay, even if you didn't have a role in whatever your past may have been, you have a role right now to move forward, moving forward. Your whatever happened to you then, it's not currently happened to you. So. Now, what? What are your next steps? What do you want to do? What's, what is it going to take for you to get there? And what are the things in your way that you have to face? Exactly. What's what stopping you from getting there? You don't want to face. Exactly. That have been there and yeah. have grown due to your negligence and yeah. not having your attention on it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I feel like I'm digging out my foundation, you know, in comparison to others. You shouldn't compare yourself to others, but no. to yourself yep. in the past. I, I know that, but I'm human. And I'm a man, so we always compare ourselves to other men. <laughs> that's just how we're wired. And But that's why I feel like I'm so far behind is because um, I have been negligent and not giving attention to the things that I didn't want to face, to the adversities that I decided were bigger than me and right. were, not, um, were not able to be conquered, conquerable. That's the word. Now, this is Inky Johnson. You do not judge the qualities of a man by how he acts in times of comfort. You judge the qualities of a man by how he responds and struggle through struggle and adversity. Right. 
adversity is going to tell us who you is going to tell the world who you are. OK, if you're someone that faces struggles, that faces trials, that faces adversity and you roll over and take it. That says a lot about your character. I don't give a damn how happy you are. Oh, but life's going great. Life's perfect. All my finances are in order. To, I don't give a like. You're going to be a great be nice. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're going to be a great person in those times. You're going to be nice. You're going to be courteous. You're going to life's going great, right? But when life gets hard, what are you going to do? Who are you? Yeah. Right. That's that's how that's how you judge a man. That's how you judge someone's qualities. Adversity molds the person that's very true even even with the things that i've done um i still get adversity i still get people up as a lot of people on the internet would say haters they come to me oh mommy and daddy gave you your money or you didn't work for that or or you know you had it easy you didn't wrap your own car yeah i didn't wrap my own car or i got it got the stuff off of ebay and um the first thing I always think is character. Just like he said, character is key. Even in, on social media, character is key. And a lot of times I tell people, you know, those who know me understand things. And, you know, I, I tell them the truth in a nice way and explain to them, you know, no, I work for what I got. Or, no, my sponsors actually sent me this. Or, you know, whatever it may be. But at the same time, I always tell those same people, you know, you're, you're displaying your character to the world right now. And they don't realize what I'm telling them. Is very valid. People are watching, and especially on social media, people are aware of how you act and what you put out on social media. That shows people your character via, you know, what you choose to give attention to. And um, to me, that adversity is uh, knowing how to, you got to know how to navigate through life, social media or real life. You're always going to have that adversity. You're always going to come across those negative people at work. Uh, online, in real life, at your uh, wherever it may be, you're gonna come across the adverse person. So adversity is not always a social construct necessarily. It can be a physical person or situation. So that molds the crap out of you. You have to know how to navigate through the adversity. If you can't navigate, you can't grow. What would you say to a person who said, okay, well, I faced some adversities, but some are so big, and if I'm always going to have adversity, what do I do? What's the point? What I would say to someone who, who comes to me with that is, you're still here. Mm. You're here. Uh, as long as you're here, figure out a way. There's a way around whatever big adversity you have. I've had plenty and still have plenty of uh, big adversities, and my my whole mindset with it is, okay, it's there. That's an adversity. That's an obstacle. I need to figure out a way around it, even if it's going to take time. A lot of people have this thing to where they think, oh, it, it, it's something that's going to be quick. No, some adversities take time. you got to learn to continuously navigate right. Um, even if you fall off your rocker a little bit, take a step, a couple steps back. Keep continuing to navigate through it. Um, like I said earlier, part of getting to your goal or the biggest part of getting to your goal is the journey. You have to know how to navigate to get to your goal. It, if it was a perfect utopia, like you guys said, then it wouldn't matter. But I think what builds your character, builds you as a person, is learning how to get through those adversities, no matter how big or small. Like I said, again, people, some people may look at me like I'm successful, some may not. Whatever it may be, I still I'm human. I still have adversities. I still have tons of adversities. But my whole thing is, okay, I need to get past this. I'm here. I need to focus on this. For example, I just had a younger brother who passed in uh, Jacksonville, killed. It, uh, uh, 
mentally, socially draining and all that. If you ever had a relative, whatever, pass. But I'm still here. I'm still trying to figure out ways to navigate through, you know, hurt like that and things like that. So adversity is always going to be there. It's just learning how to navigate through it. Do you think that you're a strong enough man to face an adversity that big or that deep because of the adversities that you chose to take up in your past? I think so. Here's here's an example. I'm not knocking anyone who does this. So a lot of people, you've, you've always heard of people who face adversities with, for example, like what I was explaining with death in the family. And they turn to drugs. They turn to alcohol. They turn to things like that. Um, me, growing up, I've seen things like that, and I've always, I've always watched and studied how people are in situations like that. Just like you said, it's not the good times. You focus on, I, I would say to you all watching too, focus on people who are going through adversities and see how they're navigating through those tough times and then correlate that with your life. So for me, I, I would say basically like, in my personal in my personal struggles, I've seen people go through you know rough times and they turn to drugs, turn to this, turn to that. I made a choice and became so aware of myself not to go through those because I thought to myself um, a path. So if someone died in my family, I'm not. If I turn to drugs and alcohol, am I going to get to my goals? No, then I don't do that. If I turn to you know being destructive, am I going to get to my goals? No, don't do that go another way. So that's how, kind of how I look at the paths. If these streets are not yielding me fruitful, uh, fruit from what I need in my life, then I'm not going down those streets. I need to stay on this street. Stay on the streets that lead you to where you need to be. And you're going to have adversities within that where you're going to be like, okay, well, those streets that are going to lead to drugs or alcohol, wherever it may be, those streets are nicely paved. You know, I, it's it'll be an easy travel for me. And that street that's going to lead to my goal is bumpy and there's peace there's potholes you're gonna have that in life if you see what i mean so go down those streets go down that adverse street you got to learn to push through it if that makes sense with you guys so yeah yeah who was it robert frost or something a poet that said um two roads diverged in a yellow wood but i took the one less traveled by and that has made all the difference yeah it's because everyone else takes the nice smooth road exactly but those who want to pioneer a way forward they're the ones that actually get a taste of what life is about. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, Franz. When people come to you and they say, well, you didn't do that or you couldn't have done that, what is your what, what is your emotional response? Like, what do you think about, like, personally, how do you, how do you take that? So – when someone, I, I get that a lot still to this day. A lot of people are like, you know, you don't do this, you don't do that, you can't do this, you don't do like I get that all the time. So my personal response is, or my my mentality first is, okay, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They they assume think they assume things come easy. That's my first men, mental thought is, okay, this person assumed things come easily. <laughs> then I explain to them, no, I go through struggles just like you did. Mm-hmm. The only difference between me and you is I chose to work harder at it. That's literally it. It's uh, it, and that goes for everything. Um, everything that I've learned, I've learned on my on my own. I chose to learn on my own. I didn't stop. A lot of people stop their path. So for me, I just look at it as a teachable moment. That's really how I look at it. Because I explain to people, I like I over explain almost 
how you get to where you are or what I did to get to where I am. And just, just to try to convey to them, okay, I did it. I go through struggles just like you. I'm human. You can actually do this too. And uh, some people I've gotten through too. Some people, ah, whatever. And they have it stuck in my in their head, you know, no, he didn't do this. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And they just refuse to acknowledge almost to themselves that it's easier than I think it is to get to where I want to be. And that's, that's how I, that's how I really look at it. It's, it's easier. It's not easy. It's easier than people think to get to where they need to be. It's simpler. Yeah. yeah. It's simpler. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think most people think that way. Yeah. Most, most people don't like, they don't realize how far they can go or they don't care. Or I, I, I don't know, man. I think it's, it's like we touched on earlier. They stay in that place of comfort. And it's not necessarily comfortable all the time for them. It's, it's familiar. It's familiar to them. So that place of the unknown, the unfamiliar, that's where you're going to grow. If you learn how to navigate through the unfamiliar or the, the rough roads and things like that. So people are afraid. Yes, uh, everyone, even for me, I'm afraid to take certain steps, but I take it mm-hmm. with the mindset of, okay, it may fail, but I'm going to keep going until it succeeds. That's the key. Mm-hmm. Keep going until it succeeds, no matter what. Expect adversity. That's how I look at things. Always expect adversity. Don't assume things are going to be easy because if you do, once something cracks, something breaks, you're like, oh, nope, didn't work. So forget this. No, that's not how you look at it. Just keep going. I've heard it argued that purpose is found by facing adversity, by facing your struggles and taking responsibility head on. When the, the Knights of the Round Table went out to find the Holy Grail, they went into the entrance of the forests that surrounded the kingdom at the darkest point to them. So the individual, does this look like the darkest point? And then they went that way. Yeah. Now, of course they obviously never found it, yeah. but <laughs> that's where you start is when you sit down, you tell your brain, my life isn't how I want it to be. There are so many things on my mind and it's all overwhelming what should I tackle? The first thing will pop up and it will be something that you don't want to face. Right. Right. I mean, for me, I'm struggling with possibly picking a new career because I've just been in a limbo so long doing a nine to five and I'm, I feel myself dying <laughs> because, because I'm you're not going living to a place. for a purpose. I'm not accepting yeah. the responsibility of my life. I've done my job and done it well, but there's no spark in it. There's nothing driving me forward. Change is scary. Uh, ch- change is scary for everybody. Absolutely. Uh, what, why do you think that is? Why do you guys think change is so because scary? Because as humans, we're wired. We we are wired for comfort, especially social a society. Wire continues to wire us for comfort because a lot of people may not know may not know this or want to hear this, but if you're comfortable in a, a nine to five, let's say. Uh, they want to make you so comfortable that you that you stay there. You're going to stay in that nine to five. What's that going to do? It's going to kill your dream. Mm-hmm. Whatever goals you have, like imagine you wanted to be a million, a multimillionaire. You want to run a business. So if you get so comfortable in a nine to five that you your dream just fades away, you're ever going to follow that dream? Probably not. Or it's going to be harder for you to even get out of that mindset. That's going to be a road that you got to get get to get through. Get out of that mindset of being comfortable there. Because once you become so comfortable in any position or even mindset, 
it's going to be hard for you to get out of. Like, you really got to push through that. And time yeah. goes on. So one day you wake up and you're in yeah. your mid-30s. Yep. Then you start to get those you regrets. Just graduated yesterday out yeah. of high school. Yeah. I, you know, I, I see fear as extremely irrelevant. Like, really? I do this, and I, I see I do this with a lot of like emotion. It's 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 almost irrelevant to the point to where, like, okay, so I'm afraid of this. You just I think s- fear is all smoke and mirrors. So yeah. since it doesn't have any material body, it's not something to actually be afraid of. Yeah, I mean, something I, without power like, over you. Like, it, I I don't know. It's it's like okay, so okay, I'm afraid to do this, mm-hmm. but. I have to do this to get to where I need to get to. Exactly. So why does it even matter? I'm I'm courage. still going to do it. Yeah. It's called courage. Yeah. Would you like, say you fear your failure then? I'm uh someone who's really so, successful is afraid of failure because that pushes them to succeed. Yes. So here yeah. see because e- even that it's like okay, yeah, I'm afraid of 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 failure on like a a major scale. I'm I'm scared of like hitting the bottom therefore I'm always running away. But I'm not afraid to fail at trying something, right? Right. Well, right. I, I guess I'm afraid, but it's like who? I don't care, right? Like I'm yeah. going to do this. If it doesn't work out, that's fine. I'll figure out another way, right? So I'll, I'll take this step, okay? So I take this step, and then I fall into a deep pit, okay? Well, I I fell into a deep pit. Now I need to get myself out. So you would say that you practice perseverance, yeah, and it's probably one of your major tools. Yeah, a hundred, a hundred percent. I think that that's what practice, in essence, is. You're literally failing and failing and failing and failing until you succeed. Chipping and away at the adversity. Literally, yeah. I, I do the same thing with my my younger kids now. With everything that they do, even when they started reading, hey, Dad, I can't read it. Keep trying, keep trying. Or if they're playing a video game, Dad, I can't get the past this past this part. For example, my son couldn't play any racing games, and then uh, or he couldn't, he wasn't good at it. Uh, and I just kept telling him to try it, keep trying, keep trying. Now he can drift with the best of them and do all that. And what I always make a point to tell him, and what everyone else should take heed to, is when you're doing something and you're continuously failing, learn from those failures. That's how you get better. You literally learn from those failures. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're not learning from failures and you just fail and stop, you never succeeded. It's the same thing with everyone. Michael Jordan, it's the same thing. He took a thousand shots, millions of shots in practice. He's gotten better at it. He was, he was better at it. He became one of the best players to ever do it. So they, everyone goes through failures. Uh, people have failed businesses, uh, failed relationships and things like that. But the point is to go through it, go through those adversities and learn from it. That's the key thing. Learn from it. You're going to have failures, but the thing is you got to learn uh, train yourself psychologically, mentally. Um, if, if it's information, if a business, business failed, well, look at it like, okay, why did my business fail? How do I make sure the next one doesn't fail and keep going? Um, same thing with relationships. Same thing with everything that you do. Learn from it. Take it as a learnable, teachable moment. So It's funny that you mentioned uh, that with your kids because my dad did the same thing to me. Yeah. He taught me how to play guitar. And uh, he would play in church and he would finger pick like some special music sometimes other than just rhythmically strumming. And I said, Dad, I want to learn how you do that. How would you do that? And uh, 
So he showed me some simple little picking pattern with like the D chord. It was just one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And then he would tell me to speed it up and I just couldn't get it. I said, dad, I can't do it. It's too hard. And he gave me the good dad speech of, you know, you got to keep trying and you know, you'll eventually get it. That's just what practice is, is you fail and you fail and you fail until you get it. And one day it's just going to click the next morning. He tells me goodbye because he's going into work and going to go grade papers or whatever. And uh, I'm sitting there with my guitar watching Saturday morning cartoons. I said, Dad, wait. He said, what? I started playing it really fast and switching chords at the same time. So I had already jumped ahead of that level because what I originally assumed was too hard for me was actually just a little more practice away from being a conquerable adversity exactly so um going in in a little more in detail about adversity right so we kind of talked uh we kind of talked about pre-recording about the three different types of adversity a person can face Mm -hmm. so let's kind of dive into like our first our first one which is a person versus person right well with that there's always going to be people who are are, are going to look down on you who are going to hate, like you said, haters earlier. Uh, we, we've said this like multiple times that uh, hate doesn't come from above, but there's always going to be people, people that will knock you down or try to try to stop you from what you're doing or judge you, but you can't let that really affect you when all they're trying to do is put you down because – a lot of times they want to be where you're at and they hate that. They hate that you're doing better than them mm-hmm. and they, they knock you down and you can't let that affect you. You can't let that decide how you're supposed to act next. Yeah. I mean that phrase hate never comes from above and they only talk behind your back because you're too far ahead of them. Mm-hmm. I right. Think, I think what a lot of that is psychologically is they, it's mostly subconscious to me is they want to be where you are or they, they want to be not necessarily where you are, but as successful in a sense that you are. And they can't understand or they can't understand how they're not where they want to be. And you're where you want to be like, oh, that's not fair. How There, there has to be some trick or some easy route that he got to. He didn't exactly. face any adversity. It's, uh, solifism, the inability to understand the world from someone else's point of view mm-hmm. to an extreme degree. It's solifism. Mm-hmm. They're the well. Uh, it has to be easy because I, I can't do it if it wasn't easy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he, it has to be easy for him. Like how else, how else does he do it? A it's lot easy. of times on social media, when someone comes with me, comes to me with the hate, I get to a psychological level. Like, okay, I get it. And I'll tell them something may have happened to you in your life where you're choosing to lash out on social media, but don't do that. Like mm-hmm. be a better, I literally tell them, be a better person. I get it. And I'll, I'll step away from whatever conversation we're having to tell them, Hey, you can do whatever you're trying to do in life. You don't need to do all this trying to be the funny guy on social media and just, you know, just bashing and all this. You don't even know. You don't even know me. Mm-hmm. You don't know me. So this isn't really about me. It's about you conveying your character or lashing out on social media. Be a better person. I try to inspire people in that route. And some of them will turn that around and say, oh, this guy is trying to be holier than thou." No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to find a label to put me in instead of mm-hmm. facing your yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of facing yourself, you want to label me mm-hmm. and just leave it at that or try to crack a joke and 
it's it's interesting seeing people's characters. So I don't take it like, oh man, this person's hating on me. Darn. I look at it like that person's hurting and they're choosing social media to lash out. Mm-hmm. I really hope they do better in life. That's you, how I look at it. Have you guys heard David Goggins talk about uh taking souls? Uh maybe maybe. In one of his hell weeks, he was part of boat crew two. And uh they're in the middle of hell week. Everybody's tired. Everybody's exhausted. And they have to carry this big freaking boat in the water above like their heads. Or, and they're trying. They're being squished by its own weight. And their legs are tired. And uh, the instructors are all sitting up there with their jackets and their gloves and their hot coffee. And, you know, they're doing great. And they're looking down, thinking about themselves in that position. They're like, yeah, that's exactly how I felt, too. I felt like hell. Yeah. Uh, and I did not want to be there either. And David Goggins sees this and he gets mad. And so he tells his guys, cause he's his boat crew chief. He says, we're about to shoulder press this boat. So they're going to take their boat and they're going to lift it up and down a bunch of times. And they're going to scream, can't hurt boat crew too. <laughs> he's like, we're about to take some stole. <laughs> we're about to take some souls boys. Yeah. And it works because as they're hooting, hollering, you can't hurt boat crew too. You know, this is, like Thursday in Hell Week, everyone should be exhausted, should be defeated by now. And he looks up at the, the officer's face, and you just see they're drained. Because when they put themselves through that before, yeah. they said, there's no way I have that energy. Yeah. There's no way I have that enthusiasm, that power. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. How are they built like that? Other people, when you try to self-improve, can get in the way. Even in your own household, they oh, can yeah. say... Why are you doing that? And it's because you taking on your own personal challenge then invites them to look at themselves and they don't want to look at themselves. So they're going to see you doing better and they're going to say, Hey, why are you cleaning up your room? Hey, why are you, why are you always showing up 15 minutes early to work? Like, because I'm five minutes late every day and that makes me look bad. What are you doing? Exactly. (laughs) It's almost a way to justify or they're trying to justify their position, their yep. position at where they are mm-hmm. by chastising you, for example, or something like that. So you'll always, you're going to always face that guys, no matter what you do, you're going to face adversity. So let's, let's talk about uh, person versus person in this aspect, because I truly believe that life is competitive. Mm-hmm. I truly, truly believe that life is competitive. If you're going what after it, <laughs> so, if you're going after it, someone else is going after it. If you're going for that job, someone else is going for that job. If you're going for that sale, someone else is going for that sale. So obviously there's going to be the people trying to pull you down. But what about the people you're at in direct competition with? Right. So you see this person. Oh, well, they're a better talker than me. They're in better. They're in better shape than me. They've been doing it longer. How do you respond to that? It goes back to what I was saying. How um, continue learning? How much do you want it? So, um, what's the difference? That's the same thing as saying what's the the difference between uh, me and Kobe Bryant if we're both playing basketball. He chose to work harder every day. He chose to keep learning, learn every in and out, every nook and cranny of that basketball, that gym, everything, the business. So, even in terms of, for example, a real estate agent that you're going against, I would say just go harder. Uh, even even though you don't know how hard he's going at his job, go harder. Understand everything about your client. If it's a specific client you're going after, even 
down to the point of what socks they like. Like go, like learn as much as you can, understand your field as much as you can, because that's the only thing that sets you apart. To me, that's the only thing that sets you apart from anyone else. It's literally who knows, not knows more, but who's hungrier for what the goal is. Who's hungrier? I think you apply that to kind of a David Goggins mentality to where, okay, if I'm going to go after this. I'm out here in 98 degree in yeah. sun in July. Yeah. It's, with my shirt off. It's jogging down the highway. It's because you're not. It's, <laughs> it's literally it's literally a mentality of if I'm going to go after this, I'm going to go so relentlessly. I'm going to dedicate so much time. I'm going to go so ferociously that there's no way in hell that you can beat me. Exactly. Right. And it's not a thing where it's like, oh, well, you're up here. And so I got to surpass. No, it's like, well, you're up here, but I have to be better. I have to I have to go here. Right. You have to have that competitive mindset. And I tell it to people all the time. If you want to go one on one against me, I'm going to win. Right. I might not win the first time. I might not win the second. It might take me a while. I might need to work. I might need to practice. I might need to prepare, but I'm going to win. And then you guys kind of see it with like the podcast stuff. I'm always upgrading equipment. I'm always taking notes. I'm always trying to figure out how can we get better. I'm looking at our quality. I'm like, I don't, I don't like, like, I want to be, I want to be perfect. I want, I want to be the best. I want to go hard. I want to dedicate so much time to it and learn about it so much that we we have to be the best there's no other choice that's literally for me that's that's with everything with my art uh, when i'm graphic designing i'm constantly literally if i'm in the kitchen eating some food or i'm I'm working on another project i'll turn on youtube and just research other people who are doing what i'm doing and i'm learning picking bits and pieces it's literally like that with everything that you do um that's why kobe bryant is one of my favorite players yes he's great at basketball but his work ethic is mm-hmm. un, almost unmatched. Even Michael Jordan is like this guy. He's that's my, that's my biggest thing that I love. It's like, you have to get to a point. If you want something, you got to be relentless. Just like you said, that is so, so, so true. So true. And it, it's, it goes with every Avenue of whatever you're doing in life, relationship wise, business wise, any goals you want, you need to go hard at it and understand, like I said, adversity will be there, but go hard at it. Yeah, push and, through it and be perspicacious like like and, and i know it gets sometimes overwhelming when you have to compare yourself to other people but you know when i first became a real estate agent the very first thing i did was look at other real estate agents that's been doing it and I'll, i might see this guy and like whoa like look where he is he's here okay and then i'm looking up at this other real estate agent like wow i'm here he's here and it's a long gap but I have to do that because when I see that he's here, okay, how did he get there? That's the key. What does he do? That's the key that you just said. When people look at other people, they never, like when you get haters, they never look at how did he get there to like in a critiquing manner. Um, if you want to get somewhere, look at how that person got there. The same thing with me, like when I was doing my graphic designing, my arts, and people were like, how do you draw so good? When I watch Disney movies and you know, Pixar movies and The Matrix, um, I don't just look at the movie like, man, that movie was good. I look at who create, who is the CGI director, who's the art director. Okay, how do they get to where they are? What school do they go to? What teachings do they have? Do they have any documentaries out there I can um, watch to understand their upbringing and comp- uh, you know, almost compare it to mine or see where I can persevere from understanding their mentalities? Like you're, you got to stay in a, you got to stay forever in a mindset of learning. 
to like like you said relentlessly learn everything you can about everything that you want to want to aspire to if you want to be a like in your position you're going for a different position um look at someone similar in a similar position understand them speak to them go out with them it may seem awkward but i guarantee you're going to learn so much more like oh this is actually easier than i thought or this is more relatable than i thought to actually get to that point so yeah going into that like uh like like you were saying earlier, learn from all your own mistakes and stuff. Yeah. Like as you're saying, like I think it can be even better at times, or even more important to learn from other people's adversity, adversity and other people's mistakes, and that can help you grow heavily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the it, it's one of those things that perspicacity of understanding other people and understanding how they got there, even though they're your competition. Mm-hmm that that understanding is what's going to help you catch up with them that's what's going to help you close that gap right like everything everything i see somebody do if they're in a higher position i study it in some ways i try to mimic it right if i'm listening to eric thomas or i'm listening to david goggins or i'm listening to whoever i try to mimic their speaking patterns try to mimic the way they speak i try to mimic the way they live Right. I try to do the things that they do so that I can close the gap between me and them. Right. So a lot of people, they look at people above them and they get intimidated and they get scared and they and they, and they back down. Well, now you lost. Right. And that's how you become a hater. That's how you start doing that talk where they couldn't get there because or they're only there because of this. And that's how you start. You start, you know, doing all that thing. Almost you know, trying to justify subconsciously why you didn't go through that adversity of being fearful, being uh, scared. A hundred percent. And remember, hate never comes from above. You only talk it behind. You only talk it behind their back be, because they're too far ahead, right? Don't don't do either one of those things, right? And then transitioning into our next uh, topic, our next area of adversity, um, person versus environment, which I think we've touched here and there, but um, I just want to go into a little bit more detail of that. Does anyone want to start off? Person versus person versus environment. Big example. Uh, Darian, Darian's car broke down. It was pouring rain. That's person Darian, versus vehicle. Darian walked to the gym. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Gym. And he sent us a video, and he was like, you guys are... <laughs> Some of y'all can't even get to the gym, and I'm out here walking. I don't even have my headphones on. I'm out here in silence. <laughs> you know, you know he, like, like, like he was dogging the other people who, who don't go to the gym at all, and he was like, look at you. You guys are lazy. Uh I, I can't. And it's starting all, to rain. I can't say all the words he says. Real life, y'all. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll go into that. I, I remember that day. So yeah. um, I've said it on the podcast before, and I'll say it again. I speak. I speak to these guys. I I hold these guys to such a high standard. I speak to these guys way worse than anything I've ever said on the podcast. I'll t- I'll tell you guys that right now. And I know sometimes yeah. I get emotional and I get passionate, but I, I've <laughs> these guys because and they, and they understand it, right? And we talked about it on our last podcast about how our social circle they understand it always comes from a place of love. But I remember that my car broke down, and I needed to go to the gym because I said I told myself, okay, I'm going to the gym six days a week, no excuses, right? Unless unless the world was about to was about to blow up. I'm going to the gym, right? So it was raining. My car was broke down. I was walking to the gym. And at this time, I was just now starting to inspire these guys like, okay, you need to go to the gym. And then there's other people in our circle that haven't been able to go. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to send them a video of me walking to the gym. So I remember I sent this video and I was like, it's like 
40 degrees. It's raining. It's pouring fucking rain. And I'm still going to the fucking gym. And you guys can't even drive to the gym. And I was I was really in their ass on it. Um, so, yeah, that's that story. And that is a person versus environment story because car broke down. It's raining. And I still need to do what I need to do in order to get to where I want to get to. And to make it very, very clear. I 100% did not want to walk to the gym that day. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. Like, <laughs> you did because you knew that that was the adversity you had to go through to get to where you need to go. 100%. Right. That shows a person's was, character. You yeah. have every reason not to go to the gym. Yeah. What do you do? This man was go. facing adversity to go and face adversity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. There's levels to this, y'all. There's levels. I mean, really, I mean, really, that's how it is. That the gym, that, that's adversity. Imagine you get itself. through that. Yeah. It's that mental battle. Like, like, like and then you get through it. the physical walk over there and then say, all right, now it's time to go to war. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys, you guys want to know something? It felt really, really good to, yeah. to, to do that, to, to say, you know what? I, I didn't want to go. It was raining. It was cold. But I still went and I did this to better myself, to get somewhere I wanted to, to, to do something that made me better. Ultimately, it felt really, really good at the end of it. Facing that adversity, going through it, especially before you start, before you start, it's the hard. Like once you start oh, yeah. doing it, it's yeah. it, it, it tends to lighten up. But before you do it, that's when it's like, fuck, like I really that's when you realize, really, like, like, just like you guys have touched on so much, uh, People go through these things that are at higher levels as you perceive, and they've gone through these things. You don't think they, they feel better because they know, okay, I'm one of those people. I'm one of the ones that actually went through the adversity. Most people wouldn't go through most things like that. That's going to make you feel better by yourselves when you go through that. That's another thing. People think, oh, I'm so scared. I don't want to go through this. But once you do, you're like, oh, okay, all right, I made it past that. All right, what's next? That's how you got to always look at everything you're going through. So that's definitely kudos to you on that, man, because you got to push through. I mean, yeah, like, 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 why do you think the military gets so much respect? Like, exactly. all the adversity exactly. and the crazy shit that they go through just to get to the point where they're just to get through basic, basic training, you yeah. know? Like, look at all that adversity they go through and all, like the wars they fight and. All that shit. That's why they get so much respect. That adversity they they went through is is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like they they go through some insane shit, and it feels good as hell once you go through it. That, Same that's... thing. Like like for example, for me, uh, person versus environment. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. It's pretty rough. Um, I also grew up in some other places in Kentucky that you know that are considered the hood and things like that. And uh, uh. We, we see what it is. I'm an African-American sitting here, and a lot of people are like, well, when they hear me on the phone, they're like, you're not who I was expecting. You don't sound African-American, or you don't, you know, my name, Franz. And like, I thought you were German. But uh, but <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah, that white guy didn't look Jamaican. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're talking about a Jamaican guy, a Caucasian guy, crazy. Uh, next, we want to see an Asian a Jamaican. But nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I grew up in places like that, and I actually get people who've asked me, you know, I've seen people get killed, I've seen all that stuff, like, all that stuff you've seen in movies, I've seen that, been around it. Um, people are like, well, how did you get to where you are? Why, why do you sound so proper? And my whole thing is self-awareness. I've been around that stuff, but I was 
aware of myself enough to understand, okay, I don't want to go down that road. Just like I said before, I don't want to go down those avenues. If I go down that avenue of being that tough guy in the street, is that going to yield me what I want in my future? Nope. Then I don't go down that street. So like for people, for those of you watching who are in the hood or in tough times or whatever, that's not the end. You have ways out. Because I have plenty of friends and um, friends of friends that I was here. Oh, man, you know, the I can't make it out of here. I'm in the hood. I'm always going to be here. I'm going to die here. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're going you're gonna to either choose to be there or you're going to choose to make a way out, period. Um, no matter what you're going through. Um, if it takes time, it takes time. But you can get out of the, you know, environments that you're in you really actually can uh, it's just a matter of how hard are you willing to work to get out of that environment um, and that's not just doing having a job uh, and just financially trying to make it out you got to psychologically work hard too and understand what's around you why why things are bringing you down why are you thinking the way you are why people in those adverse environments think the way they think and you need to think differently so you there are so many levels to how you need to work your way out of where you are out of that adversity so it is as levels to this guys it's levels <laughs> oh, i mean ultimately keep in mind ultimately keep in mind the results are your fault whatever result you get are your fault so you can't control the environment right we talk about absolute accountability you can't control whether it rains you can't control whether it storms you can't control whether it pours you can't control whether your neighbor decides to to to, to shoot your dog right you can't necessarily control that but the results of the rough environment, right, where you end up, mm -hmm. your reality is a construct of your decisions, yep. right? Despite the environment around you, exactly. where you end up is your fault. So keep this in mind when outside forces try to deter you and outside forces come and they attack you and they try to hold you down. Keep this in mind. Where do you want to be? This is this goes back to emotions being irrelevant. I don't want to do it because my environment is this way. I don't feel like doing it because my environment is this way. It is hard. I am afraid. I am scared. I am sad. All adversities. I am. I am, I am alone. These emotions they they need to become somewhat irrelevant because despite how you feel, you still need to do the things that you need to do to get to where you need to get. You still need to act. You still need to perform. Kobe Bryant, I love Kobe Bryant too. Kobe Bryant was talking about how these NBA players are taking like days off just be for rest. And he said like, why would I take a day off? It's my job mm -hmm. to perform. Yeah. If I'm unable to perform, then I'm not able to do my job. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I'm tired. I must perform, mm -hmm. right? That's how life is. It doesn't matter if you're tired, sick, anxious, stressed, all of that stuff, afraid, all of that stuff is irrelevant. Exactly. You need to perform at the end of the day. Major key, guys. Fletcher put it as it's still your set. Yep. Well, technically he says still your motherfucking set. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly what he says when he says to, about facing adversity and having those challenges in front of you. It's like, okay, well, you still got to get through it. Yep. You still have a set to do. <laughs> yeah and then um the last form of adversity and it's last so we kind of touched it and we kind of went into it especially when we was talking about accountability and stuff like this but you know now we're going to like really dive into it and that's going to be person versus self right your your biggest adversary in life ultimately person versus person person versus environment the 
the number one adversary at the end of all of it is going to be yourself, right? Yep. So does anyone want to kind of take that and, and go into the and, and open up that topic? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like you were saying, like nobody nobody's gonna pick you up off your fucking couch and make you go to the gym, or no one's gonna tr- like basically like. Just like we talked about in our whole mental health podcast, like that's all you. You got to pull yourself out of those bad times. You got to pull yourself out of your own depression. You got to pull get your you got to make yourself get up, go to the gym, got to bring these these good habits into your life and make them stay there, set those standards for yourself. That's all on you. Like it's not going to happen unless you make yourself do it and you got to have that conflict with yourself like no, I don't want to go to the gym today. All right, bitch, get up and do it. Look in the mirror. Call yourself a bitch. Go go and do what you need to do. Good point that he brought up habits. Uh, it only takes, what, on average six, month or, six months or so of continuously doing something. We're that, really 22. I think it's three, I think it's three months. That sounds like more a, right. Of well, I think it's yeah. three. But I, mean, I mean, for some people, I think it's, it's different. I think it's yeah. three. It sounds more accurate, but once you uh, – develop those habits like push yourself to develop habits of getting to where you need to be even even if it's baby steps like he said you need to go to the gym oh i don't want i'm tired i worked all night just drive there yeah because you have a car that can get you there unlike darian yeah <laughs> i'm just well, hey listen he walked <laughs> it, to the it gym, runs guys. now it runs now but, <laughs> but yeah i mean sometimes sometimes, sometimes yeah. it runs <laughs> Sometimes it runs. Sometimes it I run. run, it's, run. <laughs> if it's not running, I'm running. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but develop those habits, guys. Like habits is such like that's what makes you disciplined. You got to be dis- disciplined enough to create habits or create the habits to become disciplined enough to take the steps to get to your goals to get over your adversary, your you know adversities. You're gonna always have adversities. That's the thing. People always think, okay, it's gonna be a roadblock and adversity. Boom, I got over it. That's it. No. There's going to be another one and another one and another one. There's always going to be that. A uh, perfect example is um, seeing the lady in the red dress in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. You got, that's, that's a perfect example. You'll always see that lady in the red dress. That's your, that's your adversity. You've got to always look past that. Stay focused on what you need to stay focused on. It's super important. Habits are super important. And I'm still learning myself. But I've, I have not gotten as far as I've gotten without the habits, without understanding there's going to be adversity. And for me personally, you know, I'll sit in my car every morning as I'm, I'm driving to my job or wherever I'm going. And I'll, and I'll sit and talk to God like, okay, be with me. I know there's going to be some crazy adversities coming up. I need to get through it. And these guys see me. They they see me at work. I'm this happy-go-lucky. All right, guys, let's get it. Let, let's go. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of people that are like, oh, man, I got to do two hours overtime. I'm like, but you're you going to have more money in your account. Let's go. Yeah, let's that's, go. That's, how, that's how me and Darian are all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody just like gripes about overtime a lot. <laughs> we'll be like. Yeah. And, and stay away from negative people. You're going <laughs> to always have negative people around you. Turn everything that that's negative positive or look at the bright side of whatever's negative happening to you i don't uh, almost even to the point it's gonna sound crazy but almost to the point to where even if you get shot god forbid but think to yourself oh well i'm alive (laughs) i mean like like that like look at the positive but a flesh wound yes (laughs) i mean yeah and like like franz you're like this too uh like at the beginning of last year we were at work we were 
literally breaking labor laws. We got in trouble for breaking <laughs> labor laws for how much we was coming in. Like we would get up and we would get up and be there at like twelve thirty and then stay till like five in the morning, do the same thing the next day. People would look at us and be like, See fuck that, are you doing? Yeah, like, that was wild. That's a, see that's what the thing because uh you'll have you'll always have people and that's a perfect point. You'll always have people coming at you like what are you doing you should why are you working so much like go home go to your family go that's adversity you'll have there's different forms person of adversity person that's yeah. person versus person and it and that person versus person once that person leaves guess what it's person versus self at that time and it becomes okay do i do i need to just go home should i quit should i listen to them that's person versus person you're starting to have that conversation with yourself and always remind yourself you need to always remind yourself and be disciplined enough to do this and say to yourself, but this is my goal. This is part of what I need to do. I need to do this. This needs to happen because this is a step down, you know, towards where I need to go. Because you, you're, I always have that. I always have people, oh, you shouldn't do this. Don't do that. You have a nice house. You're comfortable enough. Stay there. But just like we said before, comforts, comfort, the comfort zone is where dreams go to die. That's how I look at it. You need to almost stay out of your comfort zone because if you, Stay comfortable. You're going to stop doing the thing that you love. And you're going to just stay in a comfort zone and stay in a smaller box. Versus when you're always outside of the box, always outside of your comfort zone, you have room to grow. That's the point of life. Grow. Whether it's mentally, uh, financially, physically, whatever it is. Grow, grow, grow. If not, you're going to be, like like he said, on your deathbed having regrets. You're going to start having regrets. Even before your deathbed, you're just going to start having regrets. Well, get out of that comfort zone. Talk to yourself. It's gonna, that's that person That's that person versus self. Get out of that mindset and just keep pushing. You're going to have negative people around you. Don't let them, don't let that negative energy in because it will try to get in. It always will try to get in. And that's going to be that battle within yourself because your, your mental is always going to be countering what your goals are, if that makes sense. You're, you're going to be like, oh, I'm tired. I, but you're fighting that that devil versus angel almost that, you know, oh, you're tired, man. Go to sleep. Go lay down, lay down. No, you need to get up. You got time. Get up. Do this. So that's how I look at it. Almost cartoon like <laughs> that always hits me at about 730 in the <laughs> evening. Yeah. When I, um, I've been done with my job. I came home, had something to eat for dinner. Yeah. And now I'm sitting. Hey, I had that couch or laying on my bed watching TV. And I'm like, I can turn this off right now and I can get plenty of work done. But I made the mistake of getting comfortable. <laughs> Bingo, because I, I did that last night. I got off. Uh, I got out of work. I, I worked like 14 and a half hours or something like that. So I got out of work, and I'm thinking to myself as I'm driving, like, damn, I'm tired. But I, I got a client that I got to finish this logo for for his business starting up. Uh, shout out to Quick Plug uh, Bluebird Solutions. That's who the client I was working on, his logo and everything for him. Um you all still. Uh, and basically, I got I, I made the mistake of getting in bed with my iPad, and I started Oof. doing my work. So what happened? I got comfortable. And I was like, no, 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 no. So I sat up. Even eyes dreary. I'm like, no, I need to finish this. Let's go. And it's like 11-something at night, 11.30 at night. I didn't go to bed in about 12, till about 12. And I'm emailing this client back and forth. Okay, is this good? And I'm editing and everything like that. But nonetheless, I went through the adversity of... Thinking to myself, no, dude, you're tired. You're tired. Just rest. Do it tomorrow. Uh, I know I made a I made a conscious decision to this client. I need to get this done. Yeah. I need to do this. And I pushed through that adversity of being tired. We're human. It's going to happen. 
and got the job done. Client happy. I'm like, cool. Let's yeah, go. Just, Let's go to the next. Yeah, just look over, tell your wife, hey, you see me dozing off, just slap the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my wife, same thing with her. She has her clothing line, a makeup line, uh, well, clothing line, and she does makeup on the side. She's a teacher now and all this. She faces adversity with a lot of things. Uh, the same thing, she's tired. She'll be up late uh, doing shirts and things like that for clients. So she, she does the same things, and we just feed off of each other's energy. So if you can have a uh, someone to work with to do that, oh, it's, it's a plus, but... Keep people around you like that, by the way. So it's a major key. Let me hit. Let me hit um, yeah. a couple of things. So um, first off, I want to go ahead and break down that we talked about key points of happiness, like our first four episodes. And in this in this episode, we addressed accountability, discipline, your social circle. Um, and then um, there's one more thing that Seth kind of grazed and I kind of want to really get into for the person versus self. And that's going to be mental health yes. when we talk about depression. Um, ultimately, that is person versus self. And I've talked about this before, and I'm I'm going to repeat it. Ninety five percent of the people who feel depressed are depressed because of the situation they have put themselves in. So a lot of people, they say, I am depressed because I am broke, because I am out of shape, because I don't have friends, because nobody likes me. But they and, no longer see a hope out. Yeah. And like ultimately you are in control of all of that, yeah. right? So when we talk about, when I mentioned before, feelings being irrelevant, okay, life is hard, you are depressed. Guess what? You still need to wake up every single day and work on these areas that are essentially depressing you. Work on these areas that are making you upset. Okay, well, I'm broke. Okay, go to work. I think one of the dumbest or one of the most asinine things that people do when they are feeling depressed especially financially is they take time off work detrimental when people are feeling very true when people are feeling depressed because they are overweight they don't go to the gym why are you not working out why are you not working on your like oh i don't want to be i don't want to be overweight anymore it's so hard why are you not working on that not to mention when you do then you're actually working you're going to work because your financial inadequacies or you know, if you're overweight, you go to the gym and actually do those things. You're also helping yourself mentally because you're taking your mind off. It staying. feels amazing. Yes. Yeah. I promise. You know, um, hitting that point, you, you ever hear idle hands do the devil's work? Exactly what I was going to get to. Yeah. You're, you're literally just sitting around in your own pity. You're sitting around in your own self-pity. You're sitting, laying in bed, playing your video games. What else are you going to do but be depressed? What else are you going to do but think about everything that you're struggling with? You're not doing anything else. Yeah. It's just going to make it worse. Get off your ass and do something. You need to get out. You need to become self-aware to the point to where you're like, okay, do I want to be like this? No. Do I want to stay in this position? It's either you stay in that position or you don't. You do something to get out of that position or you stay in that position. Those are your only choices. And a lot of people choose to stay in that position thinking or trying to trick themselves. I can't get out of this position. Yes, you can. Do something about it. Learn something about it. If you don't know, there you got social media. If you don't, walk to the library or walk somewhere. Or go to someone's house that has social media or, or excuse me, the internet. Um, there are so many different uh, forms of learning and understanding how to get out of 
whatever predicament or situation or mentality that you're in. Go talk to someone even. Something. There, there's, a, there's a do for what you want to do. Believe that. There's always a do or a how-to to understand or do what you need to do to get out of that adversity of being depressed or feeling down or all that. Because I faced that myself. Anxiety, depression, all that. I faced that myself. But what I do, I choose to do or understand. I choose to do something about it. That's the difference. Everyone goes to the same stuff. It's either you stay in it or choose to do something to get out of it. I know it sounds stupid, but... Oh, stuttering. It's but, okay. okay, I know it sounds stupid, but but look at your dogs. Like, like if you have a house-trained dog yeah. and it really needs to piss... It is not going to stop annoying <laughs> the fuck out of you until you take that thing outside. So, like, look at how determined your dog is just to go take a piss and you can't even get up off your couch. Whose who's dog is this? Anyone's. Okay, he's right. A house tra- yeah. Any house-trained dog. Like, yeah, I mean, like, mine will come just lay his head on my lap and just whine and then he'll just... Stand back, stare at me, you know, just do whatever the hell he, he can, leaving. you know. Like, he ain't leaving. <laughs> look at how determined your dog is just to go take a piss and you can't even get up off the couch. Yeah. It's just a, <laughs> just a matter of making the choice to start. You have to start. Even if you're planning a business, creating a business, start somewhere. Just start. That's the, that's the, that's the part people never get to. It's always, oh, I'll start this. I'll start this tomorrow. Or I'll do this tomorrow. Or someday this is going to happen. No. Make that that someday. You always hear people say or have this mindset of, oh, I'll start this when it's the perfect time. They, I'll tell you this straight up. You will what wait until you're great. You will never have the perfect time to start mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. until you start it. Literally start it. There won't ever be a perfect, oops, there will ever be a perfect time. Literally just start it and go from there. And if there's mistakes, which there will be, learn from those mistakes and continue on. But the point is, start it. If you need to do something, do it. If you need to get out of that person versus stealth um, stage or whatever stage you're at, start something. Start that catalyst that's going to get you out of there. And if yeah, that yeah. first step that you thought of is too big, break it down further into exactly. something attainable. Exactly. If cleaning your entire house is too much for you to do in a day, mm-hmm. then break it down to the closet. Yep. If the closet's too much, just fold some shirts. Yep. If that's, that's too why bad, you... pick up one sock. I dare you. Yeah, just one. <laughs> like, humble yourself. If you think that you're above improvement in your life, of just, ah, oh, that's just, that's so little it doesn't even matter. No, do it. Yeah. Do it. I promise you. That's why you have dreams and then goals to set you up to them. Because, like, you have to have stepping stones up, up to what you really want. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, um, I mean, you know, I always say it. Um, dreams, life without dreams is like traveling with no destination. You get lost. And then dreams without goals or stepping stones to those dreams is like trying to reach the destination with no navigation. Right. So um, I've actually reached the point now where I can talk to somebody for five, ten minutes and I know where their head's at. Right. So I'll have a conversation with somebody and I'll be like, okay, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Okay. Why don't you do these things? What do you need to do to do these things? And by the way, they're responding. I, I, I've literally hit the point to where it's like, okay, dude, fucking live an an average existence. Don't be special and die or, you know, drowning your misery. Right. Like I, I, it's, it's almost to, 
it's it's almost reached to me to where I understand that so many people have the average mindset and they're so indoctrinated to the average mindset. And I'll even call out the people. Major key. And I'll even and I'll even call out the people watching this podcast. Like ninety percent of you, you're gonna watch it. You're gonna be like, oh my gosh, these guys, they're actually saying some good advice. Then you're gonna go home, you're gonna lay in your bed, you're gonna fall asleep, you're gonna wake up, you're gonna live the same life that you're living, not doing anything to get better. Yeah. Right? Most people are going to be that way. Right. Most people are going to come to me and they're going to have these issues. They're going to have problems. They're going to be depressed. And I'm going to try to explain it to them. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. And they'll be like, well, no, I can't do that. And I'm like, like, ultimately, like, I'm, I'm still going to try to help you. But in my mind, I understand you've already made your decision. Mm-hmm. I, in my mind, I've already I, you've already made the choice to be miserable. You've already made the choice to be depressed. If someone comes to me and they say I'm depressed and there's nothing I can do about it. It's a clinical disease and I can't be cured. You've already made up the you've already made up your mind. You're depressed for the rest of your life. Good old Cheeto Puff guy. Yeah, good old Cheeto Puff guy. You've already made up your mind, yeah. right? You've already made your decision, okay? And like Franz said, you either choose to conquer your demons, to be great, to be amazing, to reach high levels of success, or you choose to not to do it, okay? It is a choice. Ultimately, it is a choice, and it's on you, right? You have to make that choice. Either you make that choice or you don't. No one's going to make it for you ultimately, yeah. right? We're just here to encourage you, to push you in the right direction. We can't make that choice. If you choose to listen and, you know what? I listened to that podcast today. They said some good things. I learned a lot. And then not do shit? That's on you, right? But if you choose to listen and actually it, it absorb the advice and, okay, I can change and take those steps, then that's on you as well, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's your fault. Your bottom is your fault. Okay, but your top will be your fault. Exactly. When you you make your money, when you beat your depression, when you conquer your demons, when you have a good social circle, when you're driving your Lambos and Bugattis, and that's going to be your fault. I I do that a lot with people that I meet. If I'm um, at work or whatever, I'm talking to someone, I'll always ask them this specific question. I'll always ask them something that tells me a lot about them. What would you do if you won the lottery? That's something I always ask people. What would you do if you actually won the lottery? You get some very interesting answers. You hear a lot of in- interesting answers, but a lot of it seems more than well, more than half of it seems to be in doctrine. They're going to lose their money. They're going to lose their money. And yeah. if you look at statistically the people that have won the lottery, a lot of them have lost their money because money doesn't bring happiness per se. The same person you are without money, you're going to be the same person with money. So if you're in the habit of spending, keyword, if you're in the habit of spending money that you have now. When you win the lottery, you're going to be in the habit of spending the money that you have. If you're in the habit of saving and investing, well, investing in the right things, then you're going to be in the habit. So my point of what I'm getting to is create those habits of the person you want to be. Um, Almost almost along the lines of fake it till you make it, but you're not faking it till you make it. You're, You're... Training your mind to become the person you want to be. And once that becomes a habit, you will be—you will start to become that person you want to be. You want to start thinking like that person that you want to be. Um, even if it's mentally, not necessarily even talking about financially. If you want to be a better speaker, you want to be a better uh, person who's more happy, train yourself. Be, start those habits. Learn. Start those habits to become that better person. If you want to be you know, a better real estate agent, it's the same thing he's been doing. Start those habits same thing with going to the gym same thing with whatever what i'm doing same thing with his um, jobs you know start 
becoming that better person. If it if it's dressing better, do that. If it's learning to be a better speaker, do that. If it's for me, um, knowing how to use different programs, drawing, learning how to edit, things like that, do that. Invest in yourself. That's a big thing. Don't go out all the time. You're, oh, my friends want to go drink. My friends want to. Those adversities. I know a lot of you don't want to hear that. Oh, but those are my friends. Yes, those are your friends. Are your friends helping you get to your goals? Mm. It's the same thing with family. It's gonna, you're going to have family. You're going to have friends that are going to be adversities too. You need to you need to start looking at your life and be so aware of the people around you and ask yourself, are these people or is this person benefiting me or is this person a catalyst to my downfall? You'll be surprised. You, you're going to find those friends are good friends of yours. Oh, let's go. Let's you, you go to your friend and tell them, hey, I got this great idea for a business startup. What do you think? And they say, oh, let's just go get a drink. Let's go go do this. Social Circle podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just look, take a look at your life and just start being aware of things around you and to just ask yourself, am I doing the right things? And that's just it. It's your life. Yeah. When are you going to make it yours? Yes. One thing Franz was saying, the kind of like, not really the fake it till you make it thing. Uh, Grant Cordon says this actually, a really good thing you can do is have like a notebook by your bed. And every day you wake up, you write it as in present tense. Like if you want to be a millionaire, every day you get up, you write down in that notebook, I am a millionaire until it happens. And that can help like motivate you even more throughout the day because you're writing that shit down every single day you get up you're writing those goals down and you're chasing them even more person versus self talk to yourself as you're a better person not don't talk down to yourself talk to yourself like you're a better person just like literally just like what he said tell yourself yes i am going to do this i am that person who i dream who's in my mind who who i'm thinking of I am that person now. Oh, I might be that person. Don't might yourself. Don't. I'll try. Be that person. Period. Even if you're not there, become that person. Talk positively to yourself because this is another on another topic, but all the way down to the molecular level, if you talk negatively to yourself, you're going to be a negative person. If you talk positively to yourself, you're going to be a positive person. A lot of people don't understand that with me. Uh, the, like, again, these guys that see me at work, I'm always positive. No matter what, I'm always positive. If we've got to work all this overtime or i got to come in extra, i got to do this, I don't care. Because I know the positives of what I'm doing. You're at work, for example, I'm making more money. Yes, I'm away from my family a little bit more, but help your family, help your relationships and your spouses and people around you, your loved ones understand your goals too, because if they don't understand, don't understand your goals, they won't understand you. Then you're going to create that rift. I talked about, I spoke about that on our last podcast I was on. Um, but ultimately person versus self, you, you need to be so aware of every step that you're making, make those steps, be aware of your mentality and push through yourself, almost push through yourself, make yourself better. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> I think that covers just about everything. Anyone else have any thoughts, closing thoughts on adversity, anybody? You guys can do this. Literally, you can do this. Yeah, no, like every, I always say the potential of a person, of every single person is is, is extra nominal. It's, it's 
it's so high. Like people can do so much. We can do so much. Every person can do so much if they choose to do. Yep. You know, if they choose to make that choice. Right. I'll say this. Just know that like like if your adversity is trying to is only with yourself and like trying to make yourself get up and go to the gym or start working on something even after you do that and you make it a habit, there's still going to be days where you have to force yourself to do these things. There's still going to be those days where you have to make yourself walk in there and walk in the gym and get your workout in. There's still going to be days where you have to force yourself to get on your computer and get to work. But you you can face that and you can still continue to do it because you made it a habit. You're setting a standard for yourself and you're making yourself better. And once you topple that then you'll just you'll just see how far you've came at that point when it gets there like when you see how far you've came as a person like you'll truly be glad you made yourself face these things and you know there's also going to be days where your country accent comes out more than others (laughs) what are you talking about there i mean and sometimes like you know you'll, you'll go like a whole podcast without it and then for whatever reason the last thing you say it's just going to be like super winchester kentucky Warder. I did <laughs> it came out when did it come out when you was just talking um, it was coming out it was coming out pretty heavy damn <laughs> <laughs> oh good guys that just means he's giving you guys straight facts <laughs> in the heart yeah what says when this accent comes out it's it's real it's real it's as real as it's going to get i got um, that passion buddy so um i'd say the last thing that i want to say about a person versus self and about facing the adversity is ask yourself "Mm, no hold on let me rephrase this when you are in the middle of an adversity and you start to question why you're in this position why am i even here at work why am i out here in the cold why am i even in the gym Whenever you get to that question where your mind starts to realize it's more uncomfortable than it wants to be, you have to look for a hope that your life can be better. That is your why of why you're there. You have to believe that a better life is possible in order to start improving. So when you face an adversity, when you face an obstacle in your path, when you face someone else that is standing in your way or when you're facing yourself you have to remember that a better life is possible you got to build it Facts. it's your choice yes preach I- <laughs> hallelujah yeah so um i mean yeah in closing i'll i'll post our uh i'll i'll i'll, I'll uh, plug our socials again so faith is motivation guys thanks for watching first off like thank thank you guys for watching and and to everybody that was corny. Thanks for thanks for thanks for tuning. I haven't used. I need to set my buttons up. I need to set my buttons up. <laughs> I need. A, I wanna. I wanna do the. Uh, I wanna do the six nine button again. The stupid button. I that love that was, button. That was like the worst. I one. love that button. I love that button. You're, you're like a hater. the worst See, one. Hey, hate never comes from above. So. <laughs> So uh yeah no thank thanks for tuning in um uh, you know every sunday we're going to be back on that we're going to be back on the every sunday track um, i think we've kind of recovered from from you know chris moving on and kind of getting our schedule together so um every sunday uh thanks for tuning in faith is motivation podcast or faith is motivation on everything faith is motivation pod on instagram um franz you want to plug your stuff one more time 
Yeah, again, uh, my uh, social media for my car content, you can find me mo- mainly on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, but definitely YouTube, Go Cardo Go, G-O-C-A-R-D-O-G-O, Go Cardo Go. Um, that's for my car content, my car lovers, car enthusiasts, for my tech lovers. I'm a nerd, too, with technology. Find me on Level Gorilla on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, more content coming through too soon from that, and the studio is going to be used a lot more for that and their stuff, too. So thank you, guys. Hi, right, y'all. <laughs> I hate I you so much. I was really hoping it would be something good. Hi, right, y'all. Deuce. <laughs> what was it? Peace.